I'm currently on the phone with Pablo. He's another musician that reached out to me about the current interview series going on. So I'm going to go ahead and give him the chance to introduce himself. Well, hello. This is Pablo Aragona. I'm a music producer, uh, drummer, musician, um, originally from Buenos Aires, Argentina, now living in Winter Park, Florida. Nice. Um, so uh, why don't you tell me a bit about you know, how you first found music and what about it you know, motivated you to participate in it? Well, um, my dad is actually a music conductor. So when I was a little kid, like nine or 10 years old, you know, I started going to piano lessons, guitar lessons, and I never stopped. I always found it super fun, interesting. I always met friends because of music. Uh, but then when I was in high school, uh, in one of the recitals, you know, at the end of the year, uh, I saw this kid playing drums and blasting this drum kit and i was like oh gosh like this is it this is what i want to do mm -hmm. so i quit piano i quit guitar and i just started playing drums and i never stopped from there it was just uh one of those moments awesome so how did you go about the process of actually like learning the instrument once you knew that's what you wanted to do did you take like private lessons or was it all kind of self-taught yeah, well, you know, since I mentioned before, my dad had, you know, like a really strict um, background with music. And, and so he told me, like, you know, drums are expensive. So if you're going to do this, you're going to do it the right way mm -hmm. with a teacher uh, on a weekly basis. And you're going to practice. And if you have questions, you can do it once or twice a week, but like do it seriously. Uh, and I did it. So he bought me this really bad drum kit first, and I just destroyed it <laughs> after a couple of months. Mm -hmm. And then he was like, okay, I guess this is going serious. So he got me a new one, better one. Mm -hmm. And I also destroyed it, but you know, uh, it was like a, a statement to say, mm -hmm. okay, this is serious. And then in high school, I started playing with different bands and and in touring and i was you know kind of 17 18 years old and i was already playing with music and 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 touring and recording okay so uh when you're in high school and you started joining bands and everything yeah. um did you have an idea of the type of music that you wanted to play or were you kind of just open to playing anything back at that time i just wanted to play more like rock music uh kind of heavy metal music you know as a kid that's that's what i was listening to you know like punk rock music melodic hardcore all that music uh and playing with bands um that style i it was super fun it was super fun and, and, and enjoyable now i just don't know if i can keep doing that <laughs> <laughs> okay so what would you say is the kind of music that you uh typically look to play now right now um well you know two three years ago i was playing on cruise ships on royal caribbean that's mm -hmm. a different story we can talk about that later but mm -hmm. um normally i play more like jazz big band funk uh also rock music and disco music as well i'm i would say that i'm very versatile in terms of music styles okay and then uh going back to like the cruise ship playing for a second so yeah. i know that there are house bands that tour on cruise ships but then there are also like uh 
you know, more national acts that get brought in to play on cruises as well. So were right. you like part of a house band or were you a hired band? Yes, actually. Yeah, I was a drummer in the orchestra. Uh, so it was probably the most challenging job I ever had because uh, you get on board, you sign on, you have no idea who they are and you just go to the theater you introduce yourself to this bunch of musicians. They've been doing this for months. And you're the new guy in town. <laughs> <laughs> and they put this music in front of you. And the music director is like, okay, you guys ready? One, two, and you go. Mm-hmm. You have to side read music. Uh, I knew about this and I prepare myself for this. But one thing is when you're doing this at home with a backing track, and another thing is when you're doing this with nine musicians mm-hmm. who are looking at you and in, in a huge theater. So it's frightening. It's terrifying. So when you say that it was an orchestra, do you mean actual like, you know, woodwind brass type sections? Or do you mean, you know, a yeah, little bit absolutely. of each and then, uh, you know, just you on a drum set or was there like multiple percussionists? No, it's a, a normally it's a nine or ten piece orchestra. With okay. horns, guitar, bass, piano, uh, horns, and sometimes strings. Um, normally, the music director would play trumpet or piano. It depends. Um, but, you know, the drummer is, I would say, the most important part of the orchestra because, mm-hmm. you know, it's the tempo, the the sound, the mm-hmm. intention, the feeling. Uh, you know, you can have a, a mistake from the bass mm-hmm. but if the drummer makes a mistake it's literally a train wreck <laughs> sure or, or maybe even a shipwreck in this case <laughs> a shipwreck yes um so uh for anybody that's curious uh how did you find that job like if somebody wanted to do that how would they get uh figure out you know where to apply for that it's a really good question but i was in music school in, in buenos aires uh, finishing music school and there's like a community board, you know, where all the musicians, you know, put ads and whatever, looking for a guitar player. And I saw this, this little piece of paper that says we're looking for drummers, uh, for cruise ships. And I was like, huh, that's cool. I always wanted to travel the world. So I sent an email and yeah, they were looking for different musicians, not just drummers. Uh, so I signed, I, I sent my information application and, 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 some material about me and I auditioned and I did not get it. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> yeah, I didn't get it. So then after like two or three or four months practicing and, and, and working on it, I auditioned again and yeah, I got the job. Nice. So that awesome. is a good message for the audience, right? Don't quit. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. <laughs> so uh, why did you eventually decide to stop doing that? Well, I actually, I didn't decide that. It was COVID. I was doing that. Okay, gotcha. Yeah, I was doing that until 2020 um, on different cruise ships. Mm-hmm. And I actually uh, got promoted to music director. I was mm-hmm. doing the music direction in one of the cruise ships. I met my actual wife there. She's an ice skater nice. uh, with men on cruise ships. Um, and then, you know, we had one of these meetings on board and they were like, there's a virus going on. And we were like, just don't worry about it. It's just. It, it's it's not a big deal mm-hmm. and 
you know, COVID started. So do you think uh, once like the cruise line industry picks up again, uh, I know they started doing cruises again, but uh, once it's back to like where it was, do you think that's something that you'll go back to? I think about that on a daily basis, but Mm -hmm. I don't think so because right now I'm really happy with what I'm doing. Mm -hmm. Uh, I'm here living in Winter Park. I'm recording. I have bands, students. I'm teaching and writing music and I'm really excited. The main problem with working on cruise ships is the fact that um, when you're there, this sounds silly, but it's the truth. When you're there, you're not here. Mm-hmm. So somebody else is doing things here on land. Mm-hmm. And when you come back after your 7, 10, 11 months contract, you go back home. There's nobody waiting for you. Yeah. Yeah. That's very. So you have to start from scratch. That's a that's a very sobering concept. But yeah, you're absolutely right. Um, um, so. Yeah. So to kind of go back, you briefly mentioned that, you know, you picked stuff up in the meantime while you could, and now you're teaching and working with other bands. Let's talk about some of that. So uh, what are the type of types of bands that you're working with now? Well, first of all, uh, my main project is my own quintet. Uh, it's, um, of, of course, it's my own music. I wrote the, the charts and the music and the melodies for all the musicians. It's trumpet, sax, uh, guitar, bass, and I play drums. Uh, and that's my main uh, group. Um, all my energy goes there. So we have a couple of gigs before the end of the year and blah, blah, blah. Mm. Um, and then I'm playing with a covers band, which is also really fun and exciting. Uh, and then a lot of teaching that of teaching and recording. Okay. And are you doing like session work or do you mean recording uh, your projects? Both, both. Because since I have my own recording studio here in Winter Park, it's kind of endless because I record for other artists uh, and musicians and people come here to my place to record their own music. Awesome. But then I have to keep working on my music. So it's kind of endless. It's, Mm -hmm. It's a whole thing. But, you know, I can't complain. Yeah, I mean, that's what you wanted to do, and now you're doing it. Exactly, exactly. (laughs) Perfect. So uh, you said that you're in a quartet, and you guys are going to be doing shows, and that's your uh, main focus project. Um, Yes. Are you guys putting out an album? Did you put out an album? Like, what's uh, the projected future for that? Yes. Uh, With that specific uh, project, uh, I have an album Spotify and different old platforms, Amazon Music and etc. Uh, it's called Pablo Aragona Quintet. Uh, it, you know, it's on all these platforms. And apart from that, um, we are going to record new music in March 2022 with this quintet. So, yeah, we're working on that and looking forward to record new, new material. Awesome. Um, so tell me what some of your favorite memories are about the time that you've been participating in music, whether it was, you know, destroying drum sits when you were a kid or, (laughs) you know, being on a a cruise ship. Like what is, what are some of your best memories? Well, one that it really meant a lot was, uh, in, in Argentina and Buenos Aires, because, uh, there's a super famous theater in downtown. Um, and I used to go there, you know, when I was a kid and then when I was 
kind of in high school and after that, going to see all my idols and favorite bands from Argentina and from all around the world. Uh, and one day, I don't know if you're familiar with the Bad Blast. It's like a super famous jazz trio from New York. Mm-hmm. So they were touring with Joshua Redman, another famous jazz musician. And for some reason, they contacted me and they wanted, they wanted like an opening act for, for them. And so we, yeah, that's what we did. We played for them. And I had this moment when I was, you know, playing the show and I was like, I just can't believe that this is happening. You know, I'm here, I'm on this stage where I used to see all my idols for so many years and I'm here now. So to me that, that was like a nice message. Like, okay, keep going, keep pushing mm-hmm. it. One day that's going to happen. It's just, it's just a matter of time. Yeah, no, that's, that's definitely a good message as well. But I because think that's like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Basically like as a musician in general, not, you know, amateur musicians, but in general, like in general, like the, the, the chances are really, really bad, you know, that you can, uh, you can do your own music. It's really hard. It's really hard to be successful doing your own music, mm-hmm. but you just need to win one time. Mm-hmm. So, um, it's about, yeah, it's perseverance. Keep pushing it. Keep trying. Excellent. I absolutely agree. Um, so what are the social links where people can check out, uh, the stuff that you're making and take a look at you? Basically, as I said before, Spotify, Pablo Aragona, I have two uh projects pablo aragona um quintet is one is the the project that i was talking about before uh kind of a jazz funk modern type of music it's really exciting and i love that music of course and the other one is just so called aragona which is my last name and people can find there all my music uh it's more like a pop uh music style and that's a different side of my career but both are connected and i like both and i'm proud of them so yeah i mean if you're proud of it might as well flaunt it for sure exactly yeah spotify instagram pablo aragona and facebook pablo aragona they can you know send me a message uh tell me if they like the music or not i'm always open And so I always like to give the person that I'm interviewing the opportunity to put out their last word. So just a message that you kind of feel you resonate with. Well, as, as I said before, um, to me, it's, it, it's been always about trying to find the music that I like. And if I have to record something, I might just record something that I want to listen to. I'm not somebody who's following the new trend or the new music style to become famous. I don't believe in that. I don't think that's the right thing to do. You know what I mean? It's to me, it's more like do the music that you want to do and go with that. And it's go, it's going to be more genuine and more uh, authentic because that's going to be you as a musician. If you're going to just follow in the last trend or the sound of that musician, of the sound of this musician, because that's the thing that you think is going to give you money, it's probably not going to work. 